Hey y'all, welcome back to a Monday, May 9th, 2022 edition here on the Chase Thomas Podcast, where I am still the aforementioned Chase Thomas coming to you live from Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, jam-packed show for you guys uh, this morning. We got sports reporters who have, you guessed it, we have indeed reassembled here on the Chase Thomas Podcast. Uh, it's coming to you guys a couple days uh, removed from when it usually goes up on uh, Sunday mornings, but uh, so I guess it's actually just one day, but uh, my dates are all messed up because it's uh, finals time here uh, in the graduate school at the University of Tennessee. Uh, people forget that it is an everything school as we could, uh, we just won the SEC East uh, to lock that up. And it looks like we'll probably be in good shape to lock up the SEC as a whole uh, ahead of the SEC tournament here on Rocky Top. So outside of that little blip the last couple of days, over there in Lexington, uh, no sweat, no sweat. Uh, on today's show, though, uh, very, very fun time with uh, Bob Silverman of the Daily Beast and Andrew Hammond of the Detroit Free Press. Uh, we talked about, yeah, the NFL draft, uh, Bob's Jets, Andrew's Vikings, my Falcons. We talked about the winners and losers of the of the draft. We talked about just everything, and Bob's a big draft guy, so we we uh, we had a lot to talk about there. Uh, who gets moved first, Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert for the Jazz? Uh, some other NBA stuff, but uh, very fun show per usual with the guys. So I appreciate them coming on per usual. I'm saying per usual a lot, um, but yeah, fun times here on Rocky Top with uh, finals and everything else. Uh, but you know, day at a time, day at a time. Uh, fun match uh, with the sports renaissance when we watched um, Liverpool uh, Tottenham over the weekend and uh, that was fun uh, so 1-1 tie not exactly what we wanted with Liverpool but great game uh, nonetheless and excited to see what happens on Tuesday with Aston Villa but uh, just there's so many sports going on Preds in the playoffs you got Liverpool FC over the weekend Falcons drafting Braves in the thick of it Tennessee baseball uh, in full force and just it's just great stuff all around recruiting your head spinning is Jalen Robinson coming in to Rocky top this week. Is that uh, coming down the pike? Carnell Tate, does he announce who knows? Um, but yeah, it's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to keep up with, but um, fun time to be a sports fan per usual. Uh, don't forget guys. Uh, if you'd like to read me, you can do so. It's pretty easy. You just head on over to sportsrenaissanceman.substack.com, uh, type in your email and become a subscriber and you'll always get a new issue of the uh, newsletter uh, sent directly to your email, Sports Renaissance Man. That's me. Substack.com. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube. Oh yeah, getting closer and closer to 100 there. So uh, help us get there by subscribing to the YouTube page today. YouTube.com. Type in the Chase Thomas Podcast, and uh, you'll find us. That easy. That simple. Help us uh, increase those subs on the YouTube front. Uh, just all uh, all kinds of ways to support the Chase Thomas Podcast, and of course the best easiest way you can do that is hit that pause button right now and uh, leave this show a five-star rating and a review on apple podcast spotify or however you get your podcast tell your friend tell a coworker, tell a family member whoever about uh, the chase Thomas podcast and why you like it uh follow me on twitter at chase double underscore thomas and like the facebook page at facebook.com slash chase thomas writer all right uncle darren let's go Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, we're back. Sports reporters. They have indeed reassembled. We are back. Bob's dancing on camera. You can see him on YouTube.com. The Chase Thomas podcast. Andrew down there. 
in Detroit, Michigan, but he's down there in terms of like his his little face is down there below me on this very feed. Andrew, how are you doing, sir? I feel like a champion right now. I don't know if you see the hat, the Seattle mm-hmm. Sounders, the first ever MLS team to win the CONCACAF Champions League Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what LA Galaxy people will tell you, that tournament didn't count. It's kind of like, you know, when the NCAA tournament was eight teams mm-hmm. and people would claim championships. No. Mm-hmm. No. So, yeah. So, what what, what are the Sounders' uh, grand reward? You're probably going to be seeing Liverpool at some point in the uh, in the uh, FIFA Champions uh, Cup. So, congratulations! Also here, Bob Silverman of, of the Daily Beast. Bob, good morning. How are you? Hey, everyone. Uh, really <laughs> happy to be here. Um, so, uh, uh, airline yeah. food. What do you think? <laughs> Boy, I really, I really don't like airline food. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm doing the open mic thing because my janky mic is having some trouble. So it's uh, open mic night at the Ha Ha Hut here. <laughs> and, um, Where are the drink specials, Bob? Tell them about uh, the drink specials. <laughs> don't forget to tip your waitress. And uh, if you drink, don't drive. And if you drive, don't drink. Um, uh, what's the question? I'm sorry, I did my. Bad. Oh, I mean, how are you doing? But I, I, I love I'm you. You're a natural with this, man. You're a natural with the the mic in your hand and working the crowd. Have you ever done a stand up like a open mic? Actual stand up comedy? No. Okay. Not done that. We when we were doing uh in a in, in many of our Huli Huli uh theater productions that that we made, mm-hmm. we did we did have moments where people were mic'd and everyone always wanted to do the mic'd monologues because they mm-hmm. were just so much fun. Yeah, so technically, no, no stand-up, but I have spoken in front of an audience Mm. with a microphone. Oh, look, it's Barry. Ooh. No, I've just started watching that show. I'm like three episodes in, Mm -hmm. hooked. Yeah. Yeah, Are you season one still? Yeah, season one. So I, because I'm the type of person that I want to, okay, don't judge me. Um, No, I'm not judging you, I'm just... Saying there are things coming in the yes, show. Yes, that you're oh, going to be blown away. Okay. Mess with your head. Except okay. for, wait, weren't you in the conversation a, a month ago? Oh, yeah, I guess it was just Bob and I who were arguing about this. Barry's girlfriend being the worst character on planet this Earth. This is yeah. just, this is a TV trope. We got to get your Everyone perspective on this, girlfriend. Andrew, after you get through it. I want to know. If just you, okay. this for Anna Gunn, man. Yes. Come on. Okay. Um, well, the, the, the only reason, like, I haven't started it before is because... Well, there's this thing called my job, and mm. uh, there's this Not thing called excuse. sports seasons that I am th- that I definitely hold in high regard at times, mm-hmm. and will sit there and just oh, I want to start this series. Oh wait, is there a mid-season game that might have some type of importance here in the next week or two? Okay, I need to watch that. Yeah, no problem. Um, so like getting started on series. I just wait until it's, after, that's, that's after the fine. finals is over mm-hmm. and just marathon the shit out of like six shows. Yeah. Um, so and, and it's funny. I keep a running total of okay. Do I want to start this show? Do I want to start that show? So like Ted Lasso season three, still haven't seen it yet. Waiting it's for the so, summer. It's it's really okay. You can you can Ted, Ted, Ted Lasso loses its juice after the first season in my Ooh. opinion. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Barry, outstanding. There's mm. a very good uh, New York Times article about Henry Winkler. 
mm. who plays everyone's favorite acting teacher on Barry, Gene Cousineau, but everyone knows as the Fonz. And it's all mm. about it's 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 a good profile. It's about what how what happened to his life after he became all of a sudden one of the most famous people in America because of this. It's how Henry Winkler. <laughs> I saw Chase doing it, and Fox. I'm just like, I'm, I, I saw I saw Chase doing it, and I was like, I'm just gonna get in, in on the fun here. Just to, I, I love that like Bob can, only recognized it when Andrew started doing can, it, and then yeah, because yeah. Andrew is in. I'm staring. I'm addressing the audience, yeah. and I can see Andrew in my field mm. of vision, and Chase, you over here. I'm just like, mm, don't uh, because no, 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 no. Let's 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 keep it a buck here. This uh-huh. is why I'm the sexiest one in the room. You You're are not wrong, Andrew. You are not wrong. No lies spotted. Mm-hmm. In any Thank case, you. outstanding New York Times profile of Henry Winkler. Uh, he yeah. is he's the child of Holocaust survivors, which many people might huh. not know. Wow, um, did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a whole thing when the Fonz was the most famous person on TV in the late seventies, and you had to be like, wait, the greaser is Jewish. Really? That's a that's a Jewish person. I had no idea. Um, but in any case, yes, great. And and Henry Mink was great. He's 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 awesome. But mm-hmm. Barry gets really dark, Andrew. I have to. We have to warn you that it gets much darker than it's already been. What really? Yes. Because it it, it it was like it gets. Yeah. Like I said, I'm three yeah. episodes in, and I'm like, there's some dark elements where I'm just like, oh. Oh, we're going here. Oh, it wow. goes that... much further. I'm much, like, much, like, much like, further. That took like so like after the first episode not gonna spoil it for anybody, but like but like after the first episode, I'm just like Oh. The best character is uh what is his name? Noho uh, Hunk. Yeah. Noho Hunk. Oh yes. my goodness. He is the Everyone funniest character. Hank. Oh my goodness. He is such a delight on that show. Um Yes, though my friend the Barry. There was some I don't even ep- know if that I don't know if that counts as a Chechenian accent per se, but it doesn't yeah. really matter. There was an matter. episode, like I think it was the second episode, they were torturing uh, Stephen Root's character. Spoiler it's, alert! If you haven't, it's seen it. got Stephen Root in this show. What but, more do you need? But <laughs> there's it's him. It's it's Noho Hank and. Mm. The, the other guy, and they're just standing there, and his daughter comes in. He's like, my daughter is having a sleepover. And mm-hmm. I'm just over here like, these guys, they, they there's some heart there. Mm-hmm. You I, just I don't for- cross their bad side. I it's for- kind I for- of adorable. I forget what the name of the Ch- the Chechen- the actor who plays the Chechenian boss, but you oh, may remember Oh, he's the one from him. True Detective, right? He is, the, he is the big bad from season yeah. one of True Detective. <sighs> Another great the show. Yellow King. Yeah, the Yellow, yes. Um. Well, that's that's fun. That's fun. Uh, in uh, any case, yes, we're all very pro Barry. That's how I yes. end off the Sunday scaries, is by watching Barry right before I go to bed on Sunday night. Or Wait. or oh, so you watch a show about a about a contract killer mm. to fin, to fin off the Sunday scaries. A, a contract, I respect it. A, a, a patholo- a depressed contract killer with PTSD. Yes, I, you know, I respect it. Yeah, that's what I do. That's how I roll. It, I, that show I, I is one watch... of those that should not work. Like, if you just set pitch to somebody like, "Hey, Bill Hader's going to play a hitman and who wants to be an actor, wants to be an actor," and they're like, mm, "I don't know how we're going to believe Bill Hader as a hitman it as would a scary want, it figure." Would work and it at works. one of two places: mm-hmm. AMC and HBO. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about it is, 
the network that could have taken care of it better mm-hmm. and not just turned it into a uh, into a transition, a Sunday night transition into The Walking Dead, which they need to end it. Mm-hmm. Um, HBO's done a great job with it. It's a great show. It's a great, great show. Uh, um, you yeah. can't you can't hate Sally Reed. She is the person who actually not to. I'm not spoiling Andrew. If you want to put okay. on your muffs, it's fine. But she is the person who is possibly she's abused more than any characters that show. And if you hate her, come on, you cannot hate her. She's actually the wait. Who's Sally Reed? Which one's Sally? The girlfriend. Played oh, is that Sarah the girlfriend? Goldberg. No, no, yeah, she, she stinks, Andrew. Just the absolute worst. Just. And then her, like, she's going to make a decision that I can't wait to get your perspective on. Because Bob and I have a different perspective. But she makes a choice in season two. Choices were made. Unreal. Can't do it. Can't do it. You probably also hated Skylar while watching Breaking Bad, didn't you? You hated uh, Danica. No, I think they were both awful in different ways. I was just kind of annoyed. I was like, so that's a yes. Wait a second. No, no, I didn't hate her. I like Jesse. Jesse was the only one you should feel bad for on that show. It was just Jesse. I was annoyed by Skylar, but I get why. Like I like like her angst is understandable. I just thought that maybe she was showcased a it was a bit forced at times and I'm just like, "Okay, we get it. Yeah, you're supposed to be unhappy." But no, she did a great job. Um in but that Edie role. Falco, no one hated Edie Falco on Sopranos. She was great. Everyone was pro Edie. And Bob's like, mm-hmm. let me find, let me find a reason why. Um, no, no it, people, uh, because because it was clear from the beginning that Edie Falco was complicit in the, in Tony's business. I mean, oh, she yeah, was. Absolutely. I mean, Anna Gunn got pretty complicit pretty early on. Right, Skyler was and, pretty complicit pretty early on. I so don't was know, Walt man. Jr. I think it was oh, a Skyler uh, thing. Me, I don't me, think me, it was there, is, me, there me is and my a, homies all hate Walt Jr. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. The man liked, the man liked he, his breakfast. He liked RJ, his breakfast. Shouts to RJ Mitty, who ate a lot of pancakes at the course of that show. Pancakes, um, bacon. What was the bacon budget on that show? Yeah, we need some fake huge. meth and some and some bacon, AMC. Are you, the, are you sure? Yeah. The, the, the tr- it is like one of the oldest TV archetypes. It is the overly attractive, considering the person they're married to, TV wife who, for some reason or another, will not let the husband be the truest version of themselves or have all the kinds of fun that they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even see that playing out on a show like... Don't you dare. I knew this was coming. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. She gives him all the... Re- she gives him all Wait, the what show? Work. What show? Bob, say it. King of Queens. He's, he's King, of like Queens. King of Queens! Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. That is like a classic. Yes. No, they were, they're perfect 50-50 partnership. They are a Didn't happy, they get divorced no, in the last season? No, they almost. Yeah, that's almost, right. No, the, they the, almost do because like, they adopted the world a child. In which, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. God, yeah. Okay, you're right, you're right. Leah Rimini and Kevin James. That's the the name of more. <laughs> name of more. What's the meme? Name of more exciting duo. I'll wait. Okay. Um. <laughs> They even get back we're, for we're, Kevin Can we're, Wait. We're way off track here. Right. Way off track just because Andrew started watching Barry. I love that I've gotten you into the jersey wearing stuff. So, Andrew, Bob and I were talking about this because in the Southern culture, you can't just go to games. Like, Bob was going to the Mets-Braves game with just nothing. I did he on doesn't wear He doesn't wear I any did. fan stuff. And I was like, I don't wear, I don't wear fan stuff to a game. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then Chase shamed me for not doing that. So, I dug this old, um, as, what, as you can yeah. see here. This is a very, very cheap 
Uh, Luis Castillo. No, Ahmed Rosario. Ahmed Rosario jersey that was a giveaway for a different game that I went to. Nice. I'm wearing it today. Yeah. No, no, I didn't know they were giving jerseys away. They don't do that. Yeah, it's, it's made. Well, no, they just they they, they just moved the team to a different stadium in a different county. That's acceptable. Yikes! It's made of plastic. And oh, did I go there? Geico on the shoulder. <laughs> so I'm a walking advertisement for. Well, hold on, Bob. Product. This podcast is yeah. not driven by Geico, but it could be in the future. Yeah. Chase almost podcast at gmail.com. My 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 apartment's insured by Geico. Is it? There you go. Yeah. Well, this week I'm learning all about insuring in terms of insuring a engagement ring. Oh, that's something that people do after you. Congratulations, give it to by the way. Thank Congratulations, you, Chase. Thank you, Bob. It's funny because Bob was the last person I talked to before I popped the question. Oh, nice. Yeah, that Saturday before we went, and I couldn't say anything, and I had to play it cool and everything. Had to move on and. That crazy stuff with uh, the computer that took the rest of uh, the day and all of a sudden to figure out and reboot and get right. We, but, we haven't even had a chance to talk about the amazing day that the New York football Jets had. Uh, well, we're about to transition draft. to it. Let's so, go. Enough oh, talk God. about your blissful union. Let's go. <laughs> Who cares about you finding the love of your life? Let's talk about the freaking Jets. J-E-T-S, oh my God, that is a very Jets, Jets, Jets. That's that's something Kevin James has probably said in his life. You know that, right? Oh yeah, yes. for sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's do the. Who's the king yeah. of queens now, Kevin? Oh. Well, only two of our teams had seven a good out of ten. Andrew, I've got some bad news because I was listening to uh, the NFL uh, Stock Exchange podcast with friend of the pod Trevor Sigma and Connor Rogers. And I like Trevor. Were... Tre- I, 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 I like Trevor. I've seen Connor stuff before, so mm-hmm. like there's some there's some solid dudes. What well, what did they say? They... The Lions had a great draft. What are you talking about? No, he's not a Lions fan. He covers the Lions for Detroit. He's a Vikings fan. Andrew's a Vikings fan. What did they say about the Vikings? That it was the, the worst. They gave perfectly... him a D. That they got a D. They were ripping the trade for in trading in division. The Lions trade not paying. Oh, uh, the trading not... in division thing is is horse pucky. Well, if you're going to trade in division, you have a. I will. I will defend, raise the price. If you're I will trade defend division. trading in the division because if you look at the and I hate saying it, but I I had to pull it out again. Yeah. The Jimmy Johnson trade scale. Mm-hmm. Like they got they got what the they did. Yeah, what they did they the, is fine. Do you are you okay with the draft? Like draft. scene going yeah. in the first round, going safety yeah. there. It'll be you solid needed for to a bolster, long time. You needed to get younger in the secondary you need Mm -hmm. to get younger you need to get more athletic in the secondary because harrison smith isn't gonna be around for another three to four years Mm -hmm. at the level he's playing so Mm -hmm. i get why they made the decisions they made also this draft was not good enough to go up and grab a quarterback, as you saw. Yeah, mm-hmm. you all, everyone saw the leaked Jimmy Johnson Cowboy, Jimmy Jones Cowboys trade chart, right? Well, it wasn't even leaked. I thought they just put it out. I thought Jimmy yeah, Jones yeah, it was put just out. Jimmy, they just, Jimmy, yeah, yeah, Jerry Jones, not Jimmy yes. Johnson. I'm complaining. Like, Jerry what? Jones, not Jimmy. Oh yeah, they Jimmy just, they James, just had their board up. Stephen yeah. Root just said yes. people <laughs> were giving giving Jerry. Uh, uh, Giving him uh, uh, a hard time because the Cowboys mm-hmm. traded Cowboys drafted a somewhat lesser known offensive tackle, and he Tulsa goes, Golden Hurricanes. A, yeah, we had a first round grade on him, 
and then he mm-hmm. lifted up. Mm-hmm. The, there are only 16 players the Cowboys had a first-round grade on yeah. in the whole draft. Yeah. Which, and that's I the mean, consensus. look. That, I, that was I, not, not outside the norm. Well, see, that's Tra- why I'm so curious. Draft that grades it, are bullshit. Well, if Evan Neal was there, I wonder if Drake London is the pick. Like, I oh, sorry. Does like Neal a lot? Sorry, 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 grandma, mom, dad. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I, I'm very curious because Bob lived for this. Bob, did you watch all three days? How did you? Because, like, Andrew loves the draft. I watched it. I watched. Oh, God. I don't have to cover it. No, I don't have yeah. to. I'm not paid to do this. This was for free yes. and for fun for me. <laughs> I watched. Sicko. All. I, in sickos. Who were the winners and losers all, of your draft watching experience? I watched all of the first round and all of uh-huh. the second round, uh-huh. um, while while also dipping in and out a couple of the New York Football Jets centric chats groups that I'm mm-hmm. in, and so it was a robust experience for me and my Jets liking <laughs> friends. Um, uh, we had a great time. They we mm-hmm. there was a lot of dissension in the group chat. When they Uh-oh. went with Garrett, when they went with Garrett Wilson, the group chat mm-hmm. was generally like, "We need hog mollies." The group chat went hog full mollies. Gettleman. Mm. You never get full Gettleman. And I said, "Guys, trust." They came to consensus. And uh, probably the best running back. So I was thrilled. And getting Jimmy Brees Hall from Wichita, Kansas. Is yeah, he? There you go. Yep. Uh, he sh- yeah, he should have probably gone the first day. I don't know. Running backs in the first round. Like, I just, I'll, you'll never sell me on it anymore. The being at the end of the first to get Wait, wait, run, run, run that back, Bob. What did you say? <laughs> yeah, we have according no to post, yeah. according mm-hmm. to post draft press conferences given by Joe Douglas, that's general manager. Mm-hmm. The Jets were very excited about Brees Hall, and I think had him 18th on their board. So mm. much so that they weren't sure he was going to be there at the beginning of the second round and were mm. looking to trade up to the end of the first to try to get him, which they'd ended up not having to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know if you guys, you can tell that the league is shifting because you're seeing yeah. all these, all this wide receiver movement mm. and wide receivers are going the way running backs used to go 20 years ago. You know, before yeah. Chase was born, um, and so <laughs> had to get that in. Uh, Chase, you know, I love do you even know who Blair Thomas is, man? Have you do? Do you aware of Blair Thomas? I have no idea what a Blair. He Thomas played is. for the Jets, and mm. it, it was it, it, he was. He, I'm pretty sure he was, he's in the he, draft day montage that they show every year for the Jets. Uh, uh, no, the I Jets. Don't know who that is. Blair Blair yeah. Thomas was the consensus best running back in college football, playing for Penn State. And hmm. the Jets drafted him second overall in Ooh. 1989. Mm. And that was at a time when, oh, he's the best running back. Yeah, you take him second. And he had, he flamed out after a couple of years. He was not good. Y'all don't ever really take running backs early. Like Curtis Martin came in after the Pats. and I was Curtis Martin was a free agent signing. Yeah. The last, so, yeah. the last time the Jets drafted, I think, a running back. Mm. Joe McKnight. 
in the first Ooh. round. Ooh, yeah. in the first round. No, Joe oh. McKnight was like a it was like a fifth round pick. The, the guy, you know, they got, kid? Uh, who's McKnight? Lamont USC. Jordan USC. was the second. Lamont Jordan. Lamont was a Jordan. That pick. is a name I have not heard in a long time. Talk about yeah. remembering. He was good. Oh my guys. goodness. He was I remember good. Lamont Jordan. He was yeah. good. Lamont Jordan was a solid. I think. I think the Jets did fine. I, the Jets you, had a really good draft. You, you know what's crazy? Because I got into it with with somebody on Twitter about the mm. Jets following the uh, the Jamal Adams trade, mm. and I and you know because the Jets gave away. Uh, or the the Jets got a bounty of picks from Seattle, mm. and I'm sitting there going, "Okay, what's Joe Douglas gonna do with this stuff?" Because, well, buddy, have you seen the way they've been drafting like the last decade? They got they mm. got uh, they got and, and they've uh, done a great job so far. They like, got, I think the final haul for the Jamal Adams trade was all of uh, plus picks they got to get trade up to take Vera Tucker and Garrett Wilson. Yeah, that was the like haul for they, Jamal Adams. Mm. Not not bad. Like it's a it's a solid haul. Um They need Mackay Becton to be good. Um they really they need, need him that to pick be to pan out. Solid. And healthy. They need mm. they don't need him to be an alt look, I wanted Tristan Wirfs. I'm on record mm. as no saying I wanted Tristan Wirfs that year, who is better than Mackay Becton or at least yeah. can stay healthy. Um but yeah, they need him to be capable. And is Fant starting this year? Like, is yeah, that another? Fant is, Fant is left. Fant is starting at left tackle. Beck yeah. is being moved to the right. Hmm. Because Fant was not great last year, but he was he was. A but there's perfect, a lot of pressure. Like he cannot. Like the pressure on a, George Fant and Austin Jackson in the uh, in the AFC East is just wild. With Fant, Jackson, Fant yeah, got a good not to not to not to put this all on pro. Football focus, but he uh, he had a, got a good grade last year from Pro yeah. Football Focus. But like, I just don't know prob- if that's a year over year thing you can count on. No, it was the best point. year of his career, and he's twenty nine. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just the Jets are so interesting because I think they have one of the best receiver rooms now in football, which is wild because they fl- like that happened quick. Like they just changed the receiver room on a dime. Like it was not that long. It ago. was that not it was, like, that Jameson long ago that Deontay Burnett. Yes. Was being counted on for significant playing time. Yes, that's not Do you long that ago. Thursday night no. football game with yeah. Sam Darnold uh, two years ago, where who were they playing? It was a Thursday night game, and they got waxed. They got absolutely they got waxed, waxed, but they kept talking to Darn, and Darnold was like, "It's Jamison Crowder. No one's open." They kept showing where it's like there's just no separation. There's nothing he's supposed to do. There, like, there was, was no I forgot what I forgot what game it was, but I yeah, I, it was so. Sad it wasn't the Patriots it. seeing no. ghosts game. That was no. a different it was Broncos. One. I remember now. It was the Broncos. Yeah. Oh yeah, Broncos. it was because there was a point where Sam Darnold and I. I don't know if this is before or after, but I remember the look on Sam Darnold's yes. face on the sideline because they showed him. And he just looked absolutely lost. And it's yeah, like he couldn't do anything. Uh, he was like, what am I supposed to yeah. do with this? Jameson Carter, five-yard flat route. Uh, okay, not open. Guess what? I'm taking a sack. I don't know if you can uh, – look, Sam Darnold did not have a great year with Carolina last year. And people mm-hmm. want to say, oh, okay, well, he was a bust. And they traded up to number two to get him. Mm-hmm. And three, rather, um, because the Giants took Saquon Barkley. <laughs> um, but they, 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 people want to say that Sam Darnold's the, the problem was is that during Sam Darnold's first three years in the league, the Jets did nothing 
to mm. help his development. They didn't yeah. have an, a, a, even a halfway decent offensive line. As we've discussed, because we're remembering Deontay Burnett right yeah. now, they had no receivers who could. Like, they were, they were counting on a Jermaine Curse. Javon mm. Curse was one of their key wide receivers. Hold on, Javon Curse has been retired and yeah, retired you're for a long about, time. Yeah, you talking about you talking about Jermaine Curse? Jermaine Curse was one of their key. Javon Curse is one of the coolest defensive ends of all okay. time, though. Not Facts. Mm-hmm. They were relying on Curse, and their best tight end was Ryan Griffin, and they, they yeah. just had nobody. Matt Forte was 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 playing. Ooh. the shell the the shell of Matt Forte yes. was playing. Right. right, so they did nothing to help Sam Darnold actually develop for the first really like three years of his career yeah Two and a half. once he became a meme for mono that was it for him i would have traded him right after that so, once you become a meme for mono it's yeah, uh that's an ender so the fact that and and whether though like losing out on those three years of development just put him mm. so far behind the curve that you're asking for a ton of catch-up work now that he's in Carolina. I think it's mm. impossible to say. I think there is a world in which Sam Darnold could have been a quality starting quarterback. Yeah, for sure. Well, Jets- I think he still can be. I think there's a there's a to me, and this is just you know somebody who's covered the league at a distance, but has kind of you know paid attention to it for a while. I look at the NFL like this, especially when it comes to young quarterbacks. You've got to find a way to diversify your skill set. And not have your OC or not basically don't play don't put all of your cards out on the table. Like every here's the thing. Thirty-two teams already have an idea of what you can do. Mm. It's the team or thirty-one other teams, but you know, all thirty-two do. But when you have an offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, that entire brain trust. You can't sit there, and it's kind of like a game of poker in a way. Mm. You can't sit there and put everything that you can do out on display, especially with your receivers and the offense. You can't do that in the NFL anymore because, one, everybody pretty much runs the same stuff and has been doing it for 20 years. Mm. Um, and Because there's no offense that's really diverse like that that stands out. Uh, also, you've got now 16 opportunities for teams to figure you out after week one. Yeah, I mean... The- if if you're Sam Darnold, like, he... Because he had that hot start in Carolina. Like, and he had a couple of good... He had a couple yeah. of quality games. He and, was and carving I, up and, the Falcons in Atlanta the first couple weeks of the season. Which game? Which week was that? And then he it got was hurt. like week got- one or... It was like week two or three where he yeah. was like the first four weeks of the season. He was on it. And then I had to tell somebody, I said... I think he got concussed in that game. Because yeah. Walker they, came in. They lost McCaffrey soon after that. And then the yeah. whole... Well, hold on. You lose McCaffrey at McCaffrey. one point every year. Yeah. That man well, is not... Well, I think he went out either week one or week two. But I remember telling somebody... You know, here's the thing about the this league. There's, you know, 12 or 12 to 15 other teams on your schedule that are already going to have tape on you. Yeah. And they're already going to know what you do. And so if your game plan is not geared to helping quell that and stop that, then, yeah, everybody knows what you can do. So I look at a guy like Sam Darnold and I'm like, He's there's been so many quarterbacks that have been basically been handled with poor care throughout the league and now they're in this pile of misfit toys that yeah. everybody's got to deal with. Yeah. 
Well, people, the way they talk about Tua is just he was behind one of the all-time worst offensive lines last yeah, year. And yeah, if you yeah, watch the Dolphins game, line. he's having to do side-to-side where it's a quick uh, screen to Jalen yeah. Waddell or he's taking a sack. Like, oh, so no... was, oh, so the one thing that he did at Alabama that everybody um, loves. Hold on. That's not true. Tua was doing all kinds of stuff at Alabama. That man was... No. He, he 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 was, but it, let, let's be real. Stark uh-huh. loved him some bubble screens. Yeah, with, I mean, I watched Tua. it in Atlanta. Stark was doing that a bunch, and he'll he'll do that this year with Isaiah Nair and in, uh, in Texas. Like that yeah. man's well, been doing you can, that. You can run a couple of bubble screens in Miami now that you got Tyreek Hill on the roster. So that's, that's true. Certain, yeah, well, see, know. that's what I wanted to ask you, Bob. So now that the draft's ask over, me. give me your post NFL draft AFC East power rankings because I think it's suddenly like <laughs> one, one of those competitive Buffalo divisions. Bills. One yeah, they're in their Buffalo own tier Bills. right now. That's yes. the, one is the Buffalo Bills. And then there's but I think the next three are gap. closer than people think. The next three are very close. I think Miami Miami loaded. This is this is. I think Miami should be good. I think two mm. will. I, I think two will have a solid year. He has um, to. Agreed. It's over if he doesn't. Yeah. Like they're. I, yeah. I think I think the Dolphins are second, and I think mm. uh, flip a coin between the. I think the Patriots are actually going to could very well be quite bad. There Ooh. is a non-zero chance the Patriots could be bad. There's, I, I feel like bad? there's no. How many wins are we no talking? What's bad for the Pats? For for the Patriots, I mean, I can't, I still can't wrap my head around the 17 game season. So I'm saying yeah. like seven and nine. They're spiritually and seven ten. and nine or six yeah. and ten. What's the worst season that Belichick's had? I think he went five and eleven one year. I think it was the year Brady got hurt. Yes, the year 2000. Well, he went five and eleven. Oh, I thought it was the year Brady got hurt. No, the year and Brady they went got hurt, and he six. went nine and seven. I thought ten or, and six. Oh yeah, it was ten and six. Yeah. Ten and oh six. yeah, they, Matt Castle. They barely, Matt yeah, Castle they took yeah. over and he went ten. And but then in twenty twenty, he did win seven games. So you ask a Chiefs fan about Matt Castle. Yeah. Um, no, no, I don't want to. Um, yeah, no. But that, I think I think I think the Patriots could very easily have just a just be mediocre to bad. Hmm. Uh, the Jets season, I'm not saying anything anyone doesn't know but it, it it entirely depends on how zach wilson progresses and i think he could he could have i don't think he's going to be joe burrow in his second year but i think in second his second year you could he could be a solid nfl starter i think that's entirely possible he needs yeah. to be more than that though and i think he can i don't think he's he going to be does a- but i think give him he's young one he's younger than most he's still mm-hmm. he just turned 22 this year um i would give him He's you give him a big Chase years. guy. Yeah. Chase is a big Zach Wilson guy. He runs Look, in the Zach Wilson could, Jordan headband. He could have a year that's as good. He could have a year sort of similar to what Jalen Hurts had last year, where there were a lot hmm. of games where Jalen Hurts, where you think, okay, this is the quarterback of the future. And then there are games where you go, yeah, but is he? You're looking at draft Hurts doesn't have the arm. Wilson has the Hertz, arm. That, Hertz yeah. doesn't have the arm strength, but I'm just – Physical attributes aside, I'm just talking about where you think, okay, well, we're not yeah. starting to fantasize about C.J. Stroud or Bryce, Bryce Young somehow. I'm not looking at draft boards midway through the second quarter of a week eight game. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't like know. Like many people in Detroit may be doing. Mm. I, I'm still kind they of They had a good draft, though. I, in retrospect, I am kind of w- wish the Jets had drafted Trey Lance. I just think there are, Ooh. There are, there are more – if we're talking about the multiverse, there are more yeah. potential avenues where, where Trey Lance becomes an all-pro quarterback than Oh, I disagree. He's the no, ultimate I agree with bus. Bob. I think there are way more scenarios where Zach Wilson's better. I agree with than. Bob because okay. here's the thing. Trey Lance has not played the football Ni- in three years. Well, here's the thing. The Niners 
don't know what they want to do. The mm-hmm. best ver- the apex version of Trey Lance is better than the apex version of Zach Wilson. Bingo. Bob, yeah. now, circle gets no one square. thought we were going to get the peak version of Josh Allen. We did. Yeah. In fact, everyone thought that was incredibly unlikely to happen. Yeah. But that's what happened. But, you know, I, in fact, very few people thought we'd get the peak version of Lamar Jackson. But we're mm. pretty close to that as well. I'm just saying, in terms of a skill set that you want mm. for a 2022 NFL cornerback, Trey Lance checks off more of those boxes it, it can, you want to talk floor ceiling? Zach Wilson probably has a higher floor. Yes. But yeah, but Trey Lance's ceiling is certainly higher if he puts it all together. Bob mm. wins that one because I think about mm. I, I I just think mm. about what the Niners are going through with Jimmy G right now, mm. and I look at what they're attempting to do with Trey Lance, and it feels like they aren't doing anything with it. And after a while, it's one of those you got to blank or get off the pot. What if it's a Jordan I, I, Love thing where he just stinks at practice and it's a quiet thing where it's like, oh, this man I, might not you know, be good. Here's the, here's the thing, something. man. I think they I, – they it feels like to me they want to give Jimmy G every chance to confirm, okay, this is the guy for us. Mm. But at the same time – How do you do that while – someone upset – Debo enough that he wants out. Is it just a contract? Is it no? Just I think he just wants to be a di- like he wants to be used differently. And yeah. it, he does. It's one yeah. of those things. Where I don't want can't... to be the Swiss Army knife all the time for your yeah, franchise. Because, right. because doing that takes a pounding. He's not going to last yeah. if you're using him at running. But you back. lose a lot of value. Like he's just not as valuable as a receiver primarily. Okay, so not. then he's Brandon Marshall instead of Brandon Marshall. Which he's more like an Alshon Jeffrey, like that big yeah, dude, who's just hard, a pain to bring down. And Brandon, like, how tall was Brandon Marshall? Someone Brandon Marshall was a big. Dude, Brandon Marshall was like a big, big dude. though. Like Debo is wide. Like Debo yeah, is Brandon more... Marshall was about two. Debo's built like Cordero Patterson. Like he's built. Brandon, like a wasn't Cordero. Brandon Marshall like six two two twenty five or something? No, yeah, he, was, he, was he was a big, he was a big no dude. So I can't. I have to hold the microphone. Someone else do the googling. He's six five, and what is his weight? Uh, if it's over two twenty, then yes. Like he's see. a big dude. Says a big dude. <laughs> What's the answer? I'm still what is looking. it, Chase? I'm still. It's not that hard. Brandon Marshall, <laughs> wait. Two thirty-five. He's six-five, two thirty-five. That's a that's a large lad. Yeah. I guess. yeah. <laughs> it's like Chase didn't want to admit. Yeah, fine. Well, whatever. no, he's not that big. He's not that big. He has to be over two twenty-five. He's six-five. Oh, okay, yeah, but but Debo is wide. Debo is wide. He's more muscular. Like Debo is just like a Thick. tank. T h i c c. Um, no, I, I do. I do wonder though, and, and and I want your guys' opinion on this. I because I think about the usage that Debo Samuel had for mm-hmm. the Niners in their playoff run, especially in the NFC Championship game. Oh yeah, in the yeah, way yeah, that yeah. they just beat the crap out of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were like they were like throwing him into the Maginot line. It was it was a it yeah. was an abattoir after a while. And you're just like, dude. It's and, and like part of me is like, maybe Debo should stay. But then I. Uh, Last week, I I just had the NFC Championship game in my head the entire time. Anytime Debo Samuel, I'm like, I get it now. I was I was I really totally hoping I, Garrett Wilson is going to be a f- cool, fun player to watch, and I'm excited about that pick. But if the Jets had the, uh, the propose, supposedly the last offer that the Jets made to the Niners, according to I think Ian Rappaport, maybe I forget which Scoop Meister said it. It was the, the offer was right. 
Yeah, it was right before the draft. The Jets' best and final offer was the 10th pick and a pick swap in which the Jets would have gotten the better, I think, of the fifth and the second round from the Niners, Mm. which on the super vegematic Jimmy Johnson trade value chart (laughs) was more than what they offered for Tyreek Hill. Huh. Yep. So I, I would have liked it to do, I would have liked it if the Jets had done that. Yes, they wouldn't. It was certainly more than what the what the Eagles gave up, gave up to get AJ Brown, which is honestly. But like if you're I giving up the that Eagles, much... my my personal belief is that the the Philadelphia Eagles had the best draft weekend. Oh, yes, they hmm. got what they needed. Mm-hmm. They I was like, going to say Falcons, like, but that's just even me. they're like mm-hmm. their their lower wrong, even though they're lower tiered picks. Yeah, good job on. Um, like, look, I like Desmond Ritter. I think Desmond you, Ritter. Why did is you pass on Malik quarter- Willis? Why? Thank you. Why would you Malik- do that? Why? Why? Well, why? again, the whole floor thing on a third why? rounder. Like, I don't want to take a project in the third round. I want. Yes, take- you do want to take a project in the third round. Here's why I do not. Here's why I do not. Because I want the Falcons to still be in play for a Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud. Next they year. are you still in play for a no, Bryce Young. No, but if you have a Malik you Willis who's like a full time project, I'm like, no, I don't want people to be like. I don't literally want to just like, gave that could up. He be a so, star? so the point, so your strategy is, I'm going to take in the third Ritter round. could be a backup is, to Bryce Young next year. Yes. You are officially saying, I want to draft a quality backup yes. as opposed to a potential starter. Correct. In the third round when he's there. Yeah. You, I don't care and if he becomes how Prescott, much mustache great. wax you offer <laughs> the, uh, the Falcons ownership group. You are not getting hired for a front office position with that mindset. Chase, that's what look, the Chase, Chase, bro. I love Desmond you. Raider you know shouldn't that, have right? Been there at that but point. what the hell? There's way more opportunity. Like there's just so many more avenues where Ritter's just a good quarterback in this league or a solid one than Malik Willis. Like the fact that that everything you need to know about Malik Willis at this point is the Steelers who worked him out and just could have just taken him were like, no, we'll take the small because hands guy. because Kansas. ownership overruled management. I don't think ownership. So. Also, that. also, Kenny Pickett, holy crap, it's yeah. not like he doesn't ha- – like, the Steelers had mm-hmm. a pretty decent draft. You got mm-hmm. your quarterback of the future. Oh, my God. I like way. George Pickens. I like George Pickens. Yeah. And Pickens by the way, just, that you, we want to talk about the, receiver uh, rooms that I have been upgraded. Stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we, we want to talk about receiver rooms that have been upgraded. All right, I don't – I have Hello, similar Pittsburgh. red flag character concerns about George yeah. Pickens. That's fine. I've I mean, read. that's fine. But yes, I've read the up- message boards, okay? Yeah, and the man – Poured water, he poured his water bottle on uh, onto Jared Garantano in 2020, like as Jared Con- Garantano cool. got running. That was like, kind of no, funny. Made it seem like that's he was just like cool. peeing that on him. Yeah, no, that's was just kind of funny. That's just hilarious. That was kind of funny. <laughs> that's like Madison Cawthorn type hijinks. We oh, all whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. Okay, okay. Hey, Bob, Bob, there's a what? line. You whoa, crossed what? it. What? I said there was hijinks. a line. I said hijinks. Andrew, you can't blame him. He's holding the mic like a comedian. He's like, oh, <laughs> I got to talk about the news of the world this week. I mean, what is the deal with Madison Cawthorn? I mean, come on. (laughs) How many guys were in that room anyway? (laughs) What? What? (laughs) I love how Bob's... Okay, here's the thing. This is my favorite part (laughs) of of, of the shows that we do every week. There's always one moment where Bob will say something, and Chase and I just have to sit there for like two seconds... 
to figure out what what just registered, and we're just nothing like, is going to top in a virgin. <laughs> nothing will ever top in a virgin. <laughs> a virgin. Nothing will ever top the Hobbit moment. For Chase Dobbs podcast fans, that was not with that. that also, anytime I've watched, uh, like if if I've seen a scene from anything from Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, <laughs> I just think about that line. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, that was funny. All right, Madison Cawthorn has nothing to do. With the Atlanta with, Falcons taking Desmond Ritter. With the Ritter. Falcon Falcons taking Des- that we know of. There's no <laughs> connection. Well, something was definitely screwed. Um, no, I I think it was fine. I I like Drake London will be good. Him and Pitts will be fine. Um, some, I blame those Calvin are some Rid- wide guys, that's for sure. Yes. Well, I blame – I mean, that's a Calvin bodies. Ridley issue. Like, we don't have to do that if Calvin Ridley doesn't do what he does. Um, and Again, just being cool. They yeah. seem to be well, offering I'm demerits. I would have gone – I just I'm still concerned about the offensive line. Julian Mayfield was an all-time worst guard last year. I would have been okay taking a Neil or somebody else to continue adding depth to this Neil offensive line. Neil was not available when the No, he wasn't. What I'm saying is like I wonder he went a pick ahead of us to the Giants. Yes. So if he had They could have taken Cross. They could have taken But see cross. like I don't think Cross makes sense cuz Cross is a offensive tackle on an air raid scheme. Like he was developed with Yeah, Mike not Lee's like offense. Not mm-hmm. like they need to pass. In well, that's not how Arthur Smith runs. Like he is a ground and pound Cordero Patterson. We're we're running up the middle. We were signing Mike Davis. He was in. He was the OC with Tennessee, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Oh, that's right. Because I remember thinking, oh, because when he first got hired, I was like, oh, they're going to they're going to bring the Tennessee offense, which is. Did you all see? Did you all see Ryan Tannehill's reaction to? Oh, you mean you mean Cap Connors? Yeah. You mean Cap Connors? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a yeah, dumb uh, thing to say out loud. I just, it's one of those where I He said the quiet part out loud. Well, I, like, I he, understand. He went full Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well, right. it's more Brett Favre it's than fine. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it was, like, it was definitely Brett more Favre, Brett Favre. Yeah. I think but, Rodgers was actually friendlier towards love than Favre was to Rodgers. But yeah. I just, Wasn't there a quote where Aaron Rodgers was asked about mentoring love once they drafted him, like, right after? Didn't uh-huh. he say that, like, that's not my job description? I don't think it was that. He was. He, I think wrong, he was more standoff. I think he was more standoffish about it. Yeah. But he he did say you know I think he was more upset about the move. I don't think he was yeah. upset at at love. Um, uh, you know, look if they if they weren't going to pay AJ Brown, I think the the Titans had a decent draft weekend. Yeah. Burks has yeah. a lot of upside. Uh, I like Malik Willis. Well, that's the new capital, right? Like, is the get the receiver for $3 million who can contribute right away. Because, like, Jamar Chase they're is an MVP all, type. They're, oh, it's all, right away. Doing, they're all yeah. doing arbitrage with these yes. wide receivers. Yeah. They're like, and, I'm not paying A.J. Brown $24 million when you can just draft a Jamar Chase and pay him three. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Right. Like, there's just so many good receivers now. Of course, they have to be now. as good as yeah. – They have to be Jamar Chase and not Jalen Rieger. It's not right. The CBA easy. is going to be so much fun in a few years. Mm. Like the like, I, like the I, CBAs across sports are just going to be a delight. They're 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 not real. They're imaginary. You can figure out ways. The NBA around. is going to be the craziest because it's going to be bad. My my favorite draft weekends while we're mm. here. Okay, yeah. it's, one one I thought the Eagle look. Yes, in terms of actual draft capital, the Eagles mm. didn't amass as many players. But I thought trading for AJ Brown again. 
they have a ton of picks going into next year, and if they want to mm-hmm. trade up for one of the stud QBs, they can. And they've surrounded Jalen Hurts with a solid team. they got a very good offensive lineman, Cam Jurgens in the second round. N'Kobe Dean, again, in the third round. Most third-round picks don't pan out. If N'Kobe mm-hmm. Dean is able to stay healthy, that's the best linebacker in the draft. And I think that's – and they got Jordan Davis. So that's, yeah. to me, an Look at Go Dogs, Bobby draft. Silverman. That's right. That's right. I'm all about Uga. In any case, <laughs> I, I, lo- I really love what the Eagles did. I just love you who Uga was. Yeah. The Ravens, as usual, had a, had played yeah. the board perfectly again. Yeah. Are we sure Ozzie Newsome just doesn't text Eric DeCosta? He like, might. Yeah. He might. He might. might like, Ozzie might still be the power broker behind the scenes. It's, mm-hmm. So it's kind. Of, so it's kind of like how uh, James Dolan and Isaiah Thomas are still buddies. Yeah. We'll, except, we'll except not stupid. Yeah, it's like the complete opposite. No, I I do enjoy the fact that the Ravens draft is literally, oh, it's kind of how the Patriots was for a bit, for for a bit where it was like, oh, speaking of which, here's two or three all pros. What is a strange pick? Oh, oh, the offensive tackle? Yeah. So, oh, you mean the offensive tackle that in like three years is going to have two All Pros and a Pro Bowl no! under his belt? No, I'm sorry. Bill Belichick had a very, very weird draft. That was a weird, bad draft. Not as weird as Sean McVay's reaction Bill, to Bill the draft. Belichick that was fan. No, that was fantastic. I feel like Sean McVay had had a few drinks. He had something because that was not because... a normal response whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I, I need more. I need more like that though. I yeah. feel like we could have had a, a like if, if we had selected teams just randomly mm. and had to evaluate their draft during the first night of the draft. I feel like I would make that Belichick pick and Bob would sit there and say, what the hell are you doing? I would throw a, I would have, I would have lost Bob is my a mock draft guy. He was like, read the room, read the board. Teams didn't like I, that. I, he was going to be I told there. you, I told yeah. like my favorite, uh, uh, even my, the mock drafter who uh, aligns with the far right, who I really enjoy reading his stuff. <laughs> Even he was appalled by Belichick's picks. He gave him, he has what's known as the Millen F. Kilbasa grade for when someone oh, makes an Jesus. incredibly awful pick. Just, just people want to remember Matt Millen's drafts mm. over the years. Yeah, oh, um, oh, I, I, got, I got lessons on that when I first got here. Yeah. I was like, it's bad. oh. It's quite bad. But in any case, best drafts per Bob, Eagles, Ravens, I think uh, Jets, and I think the Kansas City Chiefs did really, really well with what they had to. Yes, they. I they like Sky more a lot. I think I think that's that's a great pick in the second round. That was my number one receiver. I liked I liked Karloftis. I liked Karloftis a lot at the end of the first. I think McDuffie. I like Sky more for them in round two too. Yes, yeah, so that's what Casey we're did about. Sky well. Moore. Yeah. Carloftis Car- Car- uh, also looks like Purdue Pete, so mm. that yeah, is another aspect. Uh, if you can get Purdue Pete in human form. No, Sky Moore, I was telling people about this, and this is like when you feel like you know you're kind of a sicko yeah. when you're telling people, oh, yeah, like, yeah, that guy. I, I just want to make it really? clear. I have watched a grand total of zero hours of college football in the last year. But I, I'm just like, well, the best, pick, best value pick in the second round was Sky Moore, clearly. Oh, yeah. Clearly I mean, he, he, yeah but yeah. He, he, to me, like, if I had to, like, do a power ranking, he was my number one receiver on the board. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, if you on can get – On the board or your 
or number one receiver. My, to to me, if I had to power rank the right the wide receivers in the draft, he was my number one guy. Really? And so because I thought he would have gone sooner. No, I, I mean I thought he, was he would have gone. Second. The mocks all had him in the early second. Which is said, yeah. Like, which yeah. here's my thing with mocks. What is Sky? Sky's Things like can five, change. Ten, oh, I thought you were going like to go on Sky a UTC. How, how tall is Sky Moore? Google that. Google that, Jason. Go he's, Google it. Yeah, he's like 5'10". He's like 5'10", 5'11". Yeah. Um, he's, he's undersized. He's, he's fast. He's but he, five fits, ten. he fits the KC offense. He yeah, he's fits 5'10". the KC offense to yeah. AT. But he also wore number 24 in college, so that's always a good sign. 24 is a receiver. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His sky is spelled with two Y's. That to me is a very. very you can never go wrong with the Western Michigan slot guy, like as yeah. we've seen uh, in the past. Bob, Correct. do you know the other Western Michigan slot guy? Mm, there's no. only been two. Yeah. And then there's one guy before him that I'll mention. Can but you, who was not a, a slot can guy? Can you give me a bit of a hint? NFC he is, North. Uh, he quit. Yeah, he quit midseason this year. No, he went to Central Michigan. Oh, he did go to Central Michigan. He went to, he went to well, Central Michigan. Well, no wonder I don't know who this oh, is. Oh, I forgot he, went to he Central, did go to Central yeah, Michigan. Yeah, get Greg your, get Jennings your, is all, who, who yeah. I was also thinking. Oh, of. Get, your, get your, get your uh, directional schools in Michigan oh, I, correct. I, I, Good wow. job. Good job. Right. Look at Mr. Right. Michigan over here, Andrew Hammond. I'm a Andrew, Michigan man, like, damn it. He is a you Michigan. really are. I, 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 I have the taxes In to any case, so now that the now Mel Kuyper can get off my back, I've got my top four teams in the draft. I was, by the way, having Mel Kuyper hold up in the anti-vax bunker and away from <laughs> the, the crew, it was very disorienting to me. It was so... I didn't even watch the ESPN coverage because I didn't feel like hearing the sob story about, you know, this... Uh, this two-time All-American, who's who's Lewis Riddick who's, does a good job on uh, do, doing it. I like listening to Lewis Riddick. He's generally animated and angry about everything, which I think is a good quality for someone calling the draft. Riddick is Almost, good. He's just not good for commentating. He's just a, he's just not built for play by play. Like he's not. No, I thought for, he did a good job with the draft. He's he good in that good. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he's good in an analytical aspect. Yes, but when you have but. On a broadcast, because he was good on some broadcast. The problem is, Steve Levy is not a football guy. Brian mm. Greasy, as much as I respect his work... Also a Michigan man. Yes, it's true. Also a Michigan man. He's not the guy from Monday Night Football. No. Like You need somebody in there that can... I think they got to bring back Dennis Miller. I think that's, that's the only... <laughs> Bob, that's like... go upstairs. Don't threaten him with a good time. Actually, I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> he knew... actually just went to it. Andrew, I knew he was going to do that. I know. He's my doing bad. A bit. My bad. Bob, come back. Bob. This is Bob. incredible. I knew uh, Bob was yeah, going to no. do that. With tremendous theater. I didn't mm-hmm. think he was actually going to do it, but the oh, fact Andrew. that he did it. Of course I'm going to do it. Yeah. Look, well, I respect also, the commitment. You got to see that. All you got to see that this giveaway jersey is is Kevin James. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I will say this. I do respect the commitment from... Yeah, I'm gonna from, go from uh, from, yeah, from from yeah. from Improv, them man. just go, yes, yeah man. no for for <laughs> uh, for Dennis Miller like how they just basically just went all in on this terrible idea and it it's taken them twenty years to figure out oh we're Monday night like it's like you ever seen the episode of South Park where the uh, where Mickey Mouse comes in and slaps around the Jonas Brothers 
it feels no, like Mickey Mouse went into yeah. So <laughs> it feels like Mickey Mouse went in and slapped everybody at ESPN, and they and made them realize you have Monday Night Football, you have potentially the most important property on sports television. Yeah. Act like it. And they did. I, I, you know, they're, they're, they're still doing that. They're still, with the Manning cast and like all that stuff. I never, I haven't listened to a Manning cast yet. That feels like a lot of work for me to it, listen you to. You know, it was, it, I wish they would both be in the same room for, for, for them at least two or three times. Just be in the same room and then have, and then have a guest remote because when they were doing it and you're seeing like the three, you know, three different uh, screens, that's just too much. It's, it's just not enjoyable. Mm. Um, Gobert or Mitchell, who is most likely to get traded? Andy. Yes. Um, no, I would. Good answer. I, I hate saying it. Good answer. Thank you. I think Mitchell. Oh, okay. I, I, I think he's going I think off he's the board. Mm. I think I think he is the guy that one wants to actually go. Mm. Um, and two, you're more enticed by an offer from different teams. <clears throat> Miami. Who? What's Miami offering? Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami could. What? Who are they what, you, mean, you mean Pat? You mean Pat Riley wouldn't sacrifice a uh, a sixth man of the year in Tyler Hero? That's not enough. There's no way. Oh no, no, he would. He no, he would absolutely. I'm not saying that he that it would just be a one for one swap. Yeah, he would finagle a deal. I've had yeah, to wrap would. my head around. I just around. don't know where yeah. they could get the the kind of. I don't know if they have the amount of young players to make it worth Utah's while. No, they're trading Gobert. I think Gobert ends up. Like Gobert probably ends up in two places next year. I think he's either in Dallas or he's in Toronto. Is where I think. Well, I don't think Toronto's doing it, but Gobert's I do think Atlanta's going to get involved. Bad, by the way. Oh Gobert, yeah, that contract sucks. Gobert's Go, Rudy Gobert is owed one hundred and seventy-five million over the next four uh, next four years. Yeah, one hundred seventy-five mm-hmm. million. That's a lot of that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They're they, they're absolutely trading Gobert and like. Gobert could push a good team over the top. I think there are teams that would be – you find a team. My wild card, where does Rudy Gobert end up? Question trade? You want to mm. hear it, boys? Yeah. Golden State Warriors. I could oh. absolutely see that. Is that a Draymond trade? No. You trade no. Andrew Wiggins' expiring contract oh. and, and Wiseman for Gobert. Oh. Wiseman and maybe if you're feeling froggy, you don't have to. You don't have to throw in Moody. Do you want just Gobert and Draymond Green on the same team? Do you want those two yeah. in the same locker room? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you absolutely do because it would. Here's the thing: it would work better than uh, Durant in the locker room hmm. because you want to know why? Because Rudy has figured out if I can. If, if if I can just go in there and do my job mm-hmm. and not have to be the focal point, I'm good. Yeah. I right? think, I'm good. I think, no pressure. Look, again, uh, Andrew Wiggins, for, formerly Andrew Wiggins, formerly known as Andrew Wiggins, uh, massive contract is an expiring contract next year. Mm-hmm. Um, it could, like, Wiseman is enough of a carrot to offer Utah in exchange for taking all of that money on. 
I and maybe you, if you want to throw in Moody, I think you throw in Moody and you, and, and you top anyone else's offer. Like that's a better offer than anyone else could put together. And having, uh, you know, yes, there will be moments during the playoffs where they will still go to the whatever version of the death lineup that they want to go to, but they have even without Wiggins, they have enough wing depth to make that work. Um, and they have to go all in because these are the last couple of years for for Steph and Clay. So yeah. why not expend that capital now? I mean, and I think Kaminga is going to be ready for a bigger role next year. And, you know, Pool only keeps getting better. Pool's gone. You can't afford Pool. Pool's out. Like, I think the Hawks are going to call about Pool. I think um, Pool's traded. No, he's not. You can't pay him. Like, he wants to get extension. Like, he's up for an extension next year. He is I don't think he's going to sign on for that. He thinks if you can, if you can, it's a terror situation. If you can, if you can entice him with a. With an opportunity, because I, yeah. I think this you year and him, next year, you tell him it'll be him and Steph Curry leading the next generation of the Warriors dynasty. I think you, you can, pay, like, yeah. they have the I money know, to pay man. him. They don't mind paying the tax. It'll they can afford it. We'll I, see. I don't think pool's yeah. gone. NBA teams don't let good young players go. No, but I mean, you would trade him for like Herder Look, and uh, no. DeAndre Hunter or something. You're no. like. No, I'm not saying that's what I would do, but I do think the Hawks are going to call. Like Schlink has the background in Golden State, and he's going to call about pool, and he wants to upgrade. And like the the NFL, like the NBA, there are only so many because of the size of the roster and because of the game where it's played. You cannot do a I'll take four quarters for a dollar even type trade and think that you're not going to get hosed. They're not doing it. We'll see. Well, I'm concerned. Look, look, the the Dallas be very careful. Jalen Brunson is a very is a good player but there mm-hmm. are serious liabilities that you see that we've seen throughout this especially this six years with phoenix you cannot switch him on defense he cannot be the focal point of a good offense and yet even if like say the new york knicks come with a four-year hundred million dollar contract dallas is going to match that because they cannot afford to give away jalen brunson for nothing Mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson is not worth $25 million a year, but he is going to get paid that much full stop. Even if that's, uh, even if that's more than he should be paid. Hi, Detroit. Yeah. Detroit's going to throw it at him too. I, 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 th- I think, I don't know if I, here's the thing. I have no also, prior I don't think knowledge. Also, like, I don't think you want Jalen Brunson next to Cade Cunningham. I don't think it's a good Well, thing. I don't think you do, but you're at least going to have to inquire about it because let's keep it a buck here, kids. This free agency, uh, this free agent class. There are no free agent classes anymore. Free no, no, you're right. That's the thing. It's, it's, it feels... If it feels a in the NBA now year to year thing, if you want to get a superstar, you have to wait until someone uh, uh, pulls the Harden card and decides they want out, which is weird, which is just like I I get. I mean, look, I get why, but it's just so weird how we got to this point where it was okay. either I'll play out my option or you trade me before. But now it's just flat out. Screw this. I'm going to get fat. There's, there's, I mean, I, I wasn't mean, I didn't even mean getting fat. I just mean decided. No, 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 I, 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 I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, there is no, like, the point of the NBA, like, for years, 
we were told, we being f people who like basketball, we're told that the, that the smart front office strategy is you have to very carefully manage your cap space and, in fact, you know, trade away players, give away draft picks in order to hoard draft capital to sign a superstar. It just doesn't happen anymore. Superstars mm -hmm. don't leave anymore via free. Like the LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh thing, that is never happening again. Oh, no. no. You know what's yeah. funny? is Because I was, I was talking to somebody about that. I said, that was 10 years ago. Look at how much things have changed since then. Right. Like that's so that's insane. Like so to me, that's why I'm saying like you might in a in, if it were 2010, someone might say, well, you know, granted, the numbers would have been lower. Well, we don't want to pay Jalen Brunson X more dollars than he than he's probably worth because we're hoarding up money to be able to afford a superstar to pair with Luca. That just doesn't happen anymore. You sign Jalen Brunson to whatever the you give him the fifth year that New York or Detroit can't offer him and you and you sign him and you call it a day and if you decide that he's that he's not part of the the puzzle going forward then you move him and work it out later but there is no which is why I say that Jordan Poole isn't going anywhere there is no motive, reason for Golden State to give up like whatever they get from Atlanta like Atlanta's best offer is something like Hunter and Herder. I'm sorry, that's not as good as Jordan Poole. I mean, a lot of picks. We've we've and a lot of picks. picks. That's yeah. not that's that's not worth anything to to Golden State, right? Right. Now. Yeah, matter. I don't know. I don't know what so, happens there. Well, you're. I do. So you should just listen <laughs> when, I, when I tell you. I just did for like three minutes. God. Um, God. What's your, what's your pick of the week, Bob? Uh, the my pick of the week this week is is the world's only good Twitter account, and it is. Is called, it the Paddington uh, account? No, I, I I've heard good things, but no, it's good. Yeah, the Paddington one's good. Um, I'm gonna go with my favorite Twitter account, which is called Tasty Japan, mm. and all Tasty Japan does is post two to three minute long videos that are sped up from an overhead shot of someone who you never see; you just see their hands. Very quickly preparing uh, westernized versions of Japanese cuisine, or sometimes full on, here's how you make a very cool Japanese food or dessert. And because it's sped up to two or three times the speed, it all happens very quickly, and nobody oh. makes a mess or any mistakes. And at the end of it, you see this perfect dish. And then you see a, a fork again from an invisible person taking a bite. And if it's a really good dish, every, say, I would say, you know, seventh or eighth video, a voiceover comes on and goes, oh, yes. And it's also, <laughs> and while the dish is being prepared in front of you, they, mm -hmm. they have a fine selection of public domain background tunes that they play. Like sometimes mm -hmm. it sounds like it's a John Carpenter knockoff soundtrack, and sometimes mm -hmm. it's you know just like a jaunty 1930s uh, jam. But you never know what it's going to be. Yeah. Um. And I I don't ever click on the whole account at once. You just have to right. wait while you're on Twitter and you know navigating in the uh, the garbage mines, and suddenly mm. you just get a nice video of someone making uh, a Japanese style cheese matcha cheesecake, mm. and then you and you can make it in a rice cooker or even in a microwave. 
It's incredibly fulfilling. <laughs> it is my it is my mental breath mint. I love it. Tasty Japan. I highly recommend you follow this. And my I only... think I follow them on Instagram. Yeah, sure. My only yeah. thought is, oh yes, it's really great. That would That's be the great. Like, if we had sound bites for the show, that would be you know. I will. I will board. grab. I will rip the sound from the Tasty <laughs> Japan <laughs> Twitter account and send it. No, to no, us. I, no, 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 no. I need the Bob version. I will. I will. I will personally buy a doctor sample and just smash that button every time something good happens. <laughs> and Chase just has to sit there going, "Damn it!" Um, wow. Yeah, Andrew, what's your pick of the week? <laughs> He was so fed up. Um, no, I love that that's part. A, I love that part of the episode where Chase just get just gets fed up with our crap. Quality recommendation. I don't it know really why is. Yeah, he's being a hater. Um, I would recommend. Actually, this is. I recommend that you don't. Um, mm. Either two things that were somewhat cool in the eighties and kind of just why do they exist now? Um, mm. One Kentucky Derby. Oh, like, look, I get, oh, it looks like we lost Bob. Oh, no. Um, nope, oh, there he is. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I feel like no. He's doing a bit. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so, you know, we had all this controversy with the Kentucky Derby last year with right. Bob Baffert's horse not getting it. And it feels like it's the one thing we don't talk about at parties this year is the whole, yeah. Uh, perhaps most famous trainer in all of sports uh, pretty much is banned for the next four or five years. We won't talk about it, but our sport is dying. Please, my my, my, my sport is dying. Um, that and last night, well, mm. I'm a bit punchy today, yeah. the USFL uh, had a game on between Michigan and Philadelphia. And as mm. you know, the right. league is being based out of Birmingham for financial reasons this year. Uh-huh. Why, in the bluest of all hells, are they playing a game at 10 o'clock, you know, <laughs> Eastern, 9 o'clock local time, in front of, like, 11 people? Like, I truly worry about the viability of the USFL going into a year two, where the XFL, who, by the way, guess who they're partnering with? The NFL. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how the USFL is going to last into year two. I think yeah. financially they could be good since they're doing everything, you know, out of one city. But, man, last night to me was the indication this this ain't working. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm, trying to think I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry I had to recommend things to don't watch. <laughs> Hey, no, that's good. You're also saving time for people. It's like, hey, don't uh, waste your time with this particular Spend thing. Spend time with your family. It's Mother's Day weekend. That's if you want to watch horses for two hours and, and 30 minutes, cool, whatever, Yeah, fine. You can Google it when you're done. Lose some money. Ooh, there you go. Um, What is my pick of the week? I was thinking about this today. Oh, my pick of the week is uh, surprising your fiancé with Limp biscuit sounds early in the morning that is that's the way to go so i did a video and recorded it but i just got the limp biscuit uh fred durst intro stuck in my head and i time was, out time out time yes. out time out time out it's may 5th or may 7th 
2022. Right. Not May 7th, 2002. Right. Where's the problem? Here, Go on. Chase, Chase did it all for the nookie. Here That's you go. There, I love that. But I did this morning. I had her spit out her coffee before we started recording because I was like, chocolate starfish, hot dog flavored water. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. Oh, that's a. So, are you? Please tell me you're gonna be Fred Durst for Halloween this I year. I could do it, but I just. Lo- I, it always cracks me up how he always like started these albums. He's like, chocolate flavored dog. Yeah. That that was his like his, his whole thing. Like, dun, 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 dun. He really. Have just you, got do into you follow it. him on Instagram? No. Oh, okay. So it might be the most entertaining Instagram. Yeah. Because it's kind of like so you know that guy like we all have that person that we grew up you know, kind of watching and, and seeing, and they're just, they used to be crazy. They used to be insane. Uh-huh. And now they're just like, like Fred Durst is like the most dad yeah, Instagram post. he went, he went all normcore. He is. Oh my Ooh. God. It is hilarious. Cause like there was one last year, either 2020 where I think it was 2020 where mm. he's on Instagram and he's with like one of his neighbors and they're just in the backyard and he's like, yeah, you know, we're, we're keeping our social distance during the pandemic and, and we're, you know, just sharing beers with my neighbor. And he took a selfie with the neighbor in the most dad way possible. And I'm like, 20 years ago, you were probably at a Vans warp tour yeah. uh, with some women who of somewhat ill repute and, <laughs> and wow. Please don't, please don't slut shame Fred Durst. This seems rude. And, and, I'm, and I'm just saying, I'm just saying the fact you that now you're you're, mm-hmm. you're you're sharing Michelob lights with your neighbor yeah. uh, in, in the most safely social yeah, distance trust setting. Me, I and also recommend like, Fred Durst's Instagram page. That's a good. Is that's it really great? Social. I like it's it. It's just very, it's very comforting. It's wholesome. What because if I you just have to remember? Him, like I loved you in the Jinx. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Talk about unlocking memories. Yeah, unlocking some memories. Bob Silvermoon, we can find you on Twitter at Bob Sayetta. Andrew, you can. You at Aham Free Press. Anything we need to look out from you guys this week on the writing front? Uh, no, um, p- planning something kind of, sort of important. I'll just keep it at that. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna always say that in the pod. I'm planning something important, not to. I, I am also planning something important. It, it sounds so good. I like that. I'm planning something important, but I can't really talk about it right now. I'm uh, I'm waiting for the rain to stop so I can go to Trader Joe's. That's very important to me. And, and it's oh, it's raining planner. here too. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it sunny out here. It is. It is. It is torrential downpour up and down the eastern seaboard here on a Saturday. <laughs> I, you know, I think you got some of the stuff that we've been getting over the last uh, yeah. few days. I'm very unhappy because the. We're all over our 30s. Out. We're I'm talking about upset. the rain and the weather. Yeah. Report. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm going to a wedding tonight, so we'll see. Um, very, very nice. fancy wedding. Very fancy. Do you have a tux? No, I'm not doing tux. It is a black tie affair, but optional. So I'm, I'm just, black, I, I, and I'm wearing a tie. Yeah, yeah there you go. Do you, Ooh, did you, I can't did do you, that. Do you, have you bought a suit, Chase? Do you have uh, a, suit, a suit to wear? No, I'm just wearing a suit and what? tie. I mean, okay. I didn't buy, like, it's, yeah. It's you didn't like buy have... a new suit, but you own no, a yes. suit. Yes. Are you wearing jeans, Chase? No, absolutely not. Or does the suit pants match the suit jacket? Yes. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Bob Silverman, Andrew Hammond, always a pleasure, and I will talk to you both next week. Bye. 
All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Reporters who have indeed reassembled. I know that's one of y'all's favorite shows on the weekly, so uh, apologies for the 24-hour delay on that front. Um, but, you know, it's here. Uh, crazy weekend as the with the wedding that we also talked about. Uh, not my own. That's coming up this fall. Uh, so, yeah, very excited about that. Um, being engaged. It's pretty awesome. Um, but... Uh, I appreciate Bob and Andrew coming on this edition of the podcast and I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Don't forget if you can support this very program, you can do so. Uh, I guess if you want to, this is what I do. Get, this is what I get rather for recording these super late uh, in the evening for you guys uh, for the morning commuters. So uh, there you go. Um, what was I saying? Oh, right. Uh, if you'd like to support this show, you can just go on over to Apple podcast, Spotify, or however you get your podcast and leave this show a five-star rating and a review uh, it helps other people find the show. It helps this show continue to grow. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, check us out the YouTube channel, the Chase Thomas podcast on YouTube. Uh, subscribe and never miss a video component and all kinds of cool videos we're putting up over there. Uh, read me at sportsrenaissanceman.substack.com. Uh, type in your email so that you never miss an issue. Sportsrenaissanceman.substack.com. Email me if you would like any questions about the show, anything like that. Chase Thomas podcast at gmail.com all right uncle darren or uncle derek how'd i do wow what a night uncle derek how'd i do nicely done nephew chase thomas podcast hell yeah